Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, thank you, Katie, and welcome, everyone, to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Friday, June 14th. Flag Day 2019, come to the end of another short week while I'm in Palm Springs where we're broadcasting live every Wednesday through Friday at our special time in June, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We're back to our regular schedule in July. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. I'll be joined in just a second by actor and writer Craig Hurley. I hope you give us a call today. Let's wrap up the week in news, politics, pop culture, whatever's on your mind. Give us a call at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. Let's go ahead and stand up on the soapbox and start talking. Craig, how we doing, buddy? You're always on my mind. You're always Ooh, on my mind. How you doing, Scott? I am good. I've had a rough day. Rough day. Rough day. I, uh, it seems that, like a lot yeah, of us yeah. are having a rough day out there. Uh, it's a very rough day for Katie, uh, my fiance, uh, whose lovely voice we just heard and I miss dearly, um, you know, because she just buried uh, uh, Adith Gonzalez and uh, she was at the at the funeral. So they just. They just buried her, and that just happened. It's it's like like right now, it's happening. Well, it happened. That was a uh, quick turnaround. You said that was going to be quick. That's like yeah. speed, man. Yeah, yeah. No, they they do it quick down in Mexico. They don't, you know, there's not a lot of time. But dude, her her last tweet is trending. Um, enjoy the gift of life, and uh, that was the last thing that uh, Adit. Um, tweeted so uh, wow. yeah and yeah she she was on CNN last night and just all over the place every every media outlet and you know internationally it's, it's everybody's morning so um, but yeah rough day for for a lot of people I dude I'm having a hard time like uh, I there's a couple people in my life that, uh, you know, what I practice, I, I can't practice what I preach uh, in this, in, in, in this, uh, on this show um, with, I, I can't, I, I'm just like, there's a couple people right now that are just bugging the shit out of me, dude. And I, I, I can't <laughs> say shit, right? I can say shit. Um, and, and I'm just like, oh, it's so frustrating because they're just like, I don't know, just so uh, non-compassionate, so, so like, you know, not understanding how they, you know, they're, 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 the, the people around them feel and they're just like, you know, being just super rude and, uh, oh, oh, and there's just a couple of them. Otherwise, overall, I, you know, I have a whole bunch of people in my life that are really cool. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of my friends that are like, wait a minute, is Craig talking about me? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got to put that on you then, friend. Um, if you're thinking that I'm, you know, that's guilty feelings. If you're thinking right I have there. a problem that's, that's... with you, you know, that's there's some guilt going on there. It has nothing to do with you. So the people that right. I'm having a problem with know exactly what the hell I'm or who I'm freaking talking about. Ooh, I almost swore, but I caught myself. Ah. I think I caught myself. Close Didn't I one. catch myself? I said, Rick. call. Yeah, you did. You know, you got yourself. Okay. Good. Yeah. Call. I almost, almost, ah, slip of the tongue. I mean, that's how just, just, you know, I'm just how frustrated I am with these individuals. So, um, but, uh, you know, overall, actually, I mean, like I said, you know, in general, the population seems to be handling everything pretty well as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. So, at least I feel that way. 
Let's not go into that out there. I was nothing. I'm, I was being facetious. I'm having a fantastic day. I woke up oh, late. Yeah. I woke up at uh, <laughs> ten after eight. So I didn't. I woke up at ten after eight, and I went to the pool for coffee. Had three cups of coffee and just talked by the pool. Then I went out to breakfast at an amazing farm-to-table restaurant in a courtyard patio underneath the trellis where I had brioche, um, bananas, foster, French toast. Then I came back to the resort and did a little email, got the work done for an hour, and did our notes for the show today. Then I spent three hours by the pool, took a shower and come here. So it's been a rough day for me so far. Tough life. So then you talk to Craig, who just slams the hell out of that day. You were having a beautiful exactly. day. Exactly. I, I realized. Now you're, okay, it, it's I almost to, like. If I'm going to be facetious with Craig, I need to do a warning ahead of time. I have to, I have to have a warning ahead of time. Uh, no, that's all right. No, that's that's okay. That, you know, it's a, it's a part of my personality. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like uh, I'm like uh, that SNL character. I'm like that Saturday Night Live character, Debbie Downer. So, you know, oh, just. You uh, wah, wah. <laughs> so just, you know, definitely that's leave wow. it up to me. To, yep, to just right. be able to turn and <laughs> stop the entire scene with, oh, there are four people dead in a tornado. You know, I mean, just <laughs> leave it up to me to, to bring all that up. So There you go. Well, we can handle it. We've got lots to talk about today. Speaking of, speaking of, of tornado, Hunts, Huntsburg, was it Huntsburg? Is that near Youngstown or near Cleveland? Huntsburg, uh, they had a tornado, Ohio. They had a tornado no, I'm not Wow, yeah. I have to check that one out. I'm not, I know that my mom, uh, mom's on the train, and, of course, she texted me the weather there and said they just had a huge downpour go through our area, so that might have been part of it, that system that went through. But I have not heard. I'm not sure where that bird is, Huntsburg. I'll have to look it up. But it is pouring in Youngstown. I, I, I may have mispronounced that. That's but right, let's not talk it. about the weather yet. We were on pop culture. Well, since we, we started, about, we'll do it, and then we won't talk about it anymore, okay? Because I do, I do want to talk about. Um, we are. They're they're saying this is the wettest. I mean, we we've been talking about this for a long time, but no, they finally no, put it. Really, we're going to talk about the weather. Just for a second. Just for a second. We'll oh, come on, There's dude! It just just bores the hell out of the audience, man. All right. Well, we'll finish up at the end. We try to warn people at the end, but we'll finish up at the end. Let's jump what on. What audience? To... What audience that that isn't flooded right now? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but yeah, dude, go ahead. No, go ahead. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into it because we had um, four deaths from lightning um, to uh, yesterday or the day before um, uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, because of severe thunderstorms, and we have a total of four deaths uh, uh, over overall this year. We had two yesterday in in Pennsylvania, and from lightning, from getting hit by lightning. Um, uh, in, in general, uh, we have I forgot what the actual number is, uh, and I didn't freaking write it down. But it's it's like. I don't know what it is, but Florida is the highest as far as lightning strikes and lightning kills um, every year. And I'm not sure why that is either. I mean, guys, stay inside. That's that's all I got to say. When when there's thunder and lightning, stay inside. Um, you know, try to try to be in a place that you're not going to get struck. Uh, I just, and, and there's this thing that happens when you're about to get struck by lightning with your hair, your hair will literally stand on end and, and it, it it looks really funny. People have taken pictures of themselves right before they get hit by a lightning bolt. (laughs) There's, there's selfies. I don't mean to laugh, but there's selfies. And cause I think it's just really dumb. Uh, you know, humans, come on, come on, wake up. Uh, don't go outside, and if you do, and your hair starts to stand on end, like all of it, like you've got massive static electricity, you are about to get hit. So, you know, uh, this, this, our atmosphere warns us before we're about to get hit. And it's only seconds. Well, that you happens only have because like, it doesn't lightning, 
Does, doesn't that happen because doesn't lightning actually come from the ground up? It looks like it goes from the thing, but doesn't lightning almost start uh, No, it depends. It depends on the lightning bolt. There are There is ground to cloud lightning as well as cloud to ground lightning. It goes both ways. So um, uh, I don't know what I was what I was saying, um, but uh, yeah, the the tornado in Ohio. Um, you were going to talk about flooding because there's an, a, an immense amount of flooding, and we just got hit with this low that that just sat around, and it just yeah. dumped a whole bunch more water. Um, and there's going to be still more rain coming uh as well and it's really weird because there's two it's not weird i hate to use that term there's two high pressure systems that are over the united states right now and they're kind of like north like like north and central united states they're like over colorado and and then it one's a little bit higher and it's over or maybe it's over like oklahoma and then and then there's a another one that's over like montana and and it's the high pressure systems usually don't cause storms. It's low pressure systems that cause storms because they drag the energy for that storm from the Gulf of Mexico. So you have a whole bunch of cold air usually in a high pressure system because a high pressure system will drag from the the energy from the Arctic. So that's that's the way that works. And the the so you got a whole bunch of cold air. You're not you're not supposed to have any freaking storms but it's been so hot on the surface we've had so many heat records in the united states broken along with flood records so our humidity levels are jacked up everywhere in the united states uh, currently like right. charlottesville charlottesville is going hey we had so much rain we're out of our drought i, I i'm so tired of hearing that i'm just absolutely <laughs> so tired I'm so tired. Well, it happens for a year, that. and then it comes back again. They do get out Thank of it you. for a year or so. Yeah, I know. They get out of it for a short period of time in that area, but they're also completely flooded. Like the streets of Charlottesville were like two feet of water was running down the streets. So, uh, you know, it's it's not You're correct. Thing. I looked it up. It's Huntsburg Township in Ohio. Had hey, a there you go. An EFO tornado. But it's in Geauga yep. County, which is about 45 miles from me, so I know about where you're at now. But, yeah, they did have one. It was a, yep. not a I'm very pretty, hard one, EF zero, but still. I don't know if it was the same storm, storm system that killed the two people with lightning, but I would almost assume, I'm assuming as a weatherman that it was, that it's the same time period and same. We've got more violent storms, so we have to pay attention to that. And we have to, have to know that we were we are going to get 400 million gallons of rain dumped on us on every single storm just pretend it's a catastrophic event every single time and that's how we have to engineer our lives in presently and in the near future and it's yeah, really that's the report i was reading really reporting was i read is from the uh journal of water resources research which just put out um last week june 3rd uh says there's Crystal clear analysis shows that decade by decade that as the climate has warmed since the mid of last century, when we started to intensify the climate warning, the atmosphere now is holding and releasing more moisture, meaning torrential downpours are on the rise around the entire planet, not just our area here. But yeah, that, just, that study just came out the other day. So yeah, it's all, it's all documented. But people are denying the climate change. Yeah, well, they're not they're not denying it now. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I, I mean, once, once again, I'm using the use weird, word weird. I can't figure out another freaking word to use because um, it's because it's odd to me, uh, and it's a very small percentage that isn't believing science. So very small, and I'm not sure why they're under control of anything because they are. Mentally insufficient to be under control of things. So I, I'm I'm trying to figure out why they would be left under control of things because we're we're supposed to I don't know what respect the fact that somebody has made a billion dollars in their life. 
No. Right. I, I know multiple people who have made a billion dollars in their life that they are complete douchebags and they screw every single person that they can. And that's how they've made their money. So I'm not, I, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not that way. I, that's immoral to me. So why would you want to be and following that? And that's currently those people. And it's a very, very small percentage. Uh, yeah. Once again, it's not a big percentage. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and actually, they're very sure vocal, as you said. They're very vocal people. Who? I'm sorry, I missed it. You broke it's a up small for a second. percentage, but they're very vocal. They're small percentage yeah. of people that are. Yeah, they got They got all these. They've got all these platforms, but they're currently getting blocked on those platforms as too. Social media doesn't help. You know, it's it's out there and everybody can uh, voice their opinion. So that doesn't help. And the ones that are being the most vocal, if you really look at it, they're, it's it's such a tiny percentage. They're not getting the they're not getting 15 million likes. They're getting six thousand. So, you know, it's not like it's not like it's an actual big deal. So, you know, just look at those people. And then the other people that are coming around that are like, wait, there's 13,000 kids that are detained on our border now? Dude, he just lost a huge percentage right there. We hope. We got to hope. That's for damn sure. Um, kind of a little close to this, but not really. Um, I don't know if you saw it. I thought it was pretty amusing. But... They've been talking about this for 10 minutes now, but the Department of Agriculture is looking to um, move their agricultural research. And they're the ones in charge of global warming and things like that. And they kind of look into this, how climate change affects crop growth and things like this, right? Correct. They've been talking for uh, about... Well, they weren't able to plant. Right. They weren't able to plant until until just a couple days ago up in, in right. uh, North Dakota and South Dakota. It's the latest they've ever planted, the farmers up there are saying. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, anyway, they've been talking about this move for a while, and the rank and file are saying they don't want to move. They said that the research in what they're based in Washington, D.C. right now, where all the other um, departments under the U.S. are based, they are able to get the access to the best equipment. But they've decided yesterday they are going to move these guys to um, where is it? Uh, I just lost it. From Washington D.C. to Kansas City, they're moving to Kansas City, and so the the director of uh, the Department of Agriculture Research came on yesterday uh, to have an announcement to all of the his name the Agriculture Minister Purdue to announce it to everybody, and they all turned their back on him during the press conference. And let them look at them because they're also pissed right now that they're going to Kansas City. I mean, suppose it's going to save a lot of money. It says the move will save taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars because of lower cost of living compared to D.C. But the many uh, the employees are saying it's a politically driven way to disrupt climate research and other work with uh, what the bosses are disagreeing with. The rank and file who do the work are saying – they're not going to have access to the same equipment, everything in D.C. Uh, unless the, while they're in Kansas City. So I thought that was kind of an interesting side note. I, I, dude, I didn't understand what the, what the point was of what you were talking about just now. I didn't understand I don't what know. what actually well, what actually transpired. Yeah, I mean, they're they finally picked this, and they've been saying for ten years they're going to or for ten months they're going to move. This uh, agriculture department, and okay. people have been saying no, you, you couldn't use it. They need to do it. So they finally announced it yesterday. And it was just a big brouhaha. They're having a big split with their employees now uh, because of it. And the employees all turned around and wouldn't look at the guy yesterday. It just I thought it was an interesting article that now we have the bosses disagreeing. We've had so many um, secretaries of these departments that have been so antithetical to what the U.S. believes in. I thought it was an interesting side note. That's all. Just an interesting side note. Okay. I just I didn't is the Department of Agriculture a corporation? No, it's part of the government, US government. Um, okay, so we have the employees and are they voted into their position or are they hired? 
no, because the, the well, then the guy that was talking to them obviously is an and is an elected official or a person yeah, who point, is appointed. Yeah, Purdue is the, was assigned the head of the Department of Agriculture, right? This Purdue guy is a secretary, correct? He's the one that's making the move happen, but the employees don't want to see it happen. Interesting. I think it's interesting yeah. the way they're handling it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Go ahead and talk about something. We have a caller online. I'm going to go back to the caller. It'll be just a second. So talk about something interesting, and I'll be right back. Something interesting. Seriously, dude? Uh, wow. I don't have anything. I was going to t- continue to talk about what we were just talking about. Seriously, I have nothing. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I do have stuff. Freaking flooding that is going on. I want to get back to the weather. Um, all of this stuff is caused by climate change. And I'm really, really tired of people being like, oh, no, there is no climate change. So um, there's always. All right, something. we have David on the line. David's calling David. in. Always good when David calls in. So let's go ahead and bring him on. David, I haven't heard David in such a long time. Hey, David, are you outside, man? Are you outside or no. are you in your car? No, I'm in my car. How you guys doing? Do you roll up your window or I know it's hard because it's hot everywhere. Turn down your air conditioner and it's just really like okay. noisy. Got it. We're doing good though, buddy. How, How are you, you doing? doing? What's up? Doing great, man. That's an interesting topic you guys brought up. We haven't we haven't talked in a minute, man. How you been? Been doing great, man. How about yourself? Been doing all right. Like I said earlier, there's a couple people that I'm really frustrated with. So what you guys were just mentioning there about the whole um, the whole issue with the Department of Agriculture and that whole, um, I guess you can call it a mini protest. Right. Yeah, it was a mini protest. What do you think? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I just, it's just, this is because obviously you guys, I'm assuming, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys come from more of a liberal political perspective. Usually, I'm in the yeah, middle. but we, we're open-minded well, to both, but yeah. Scott, Scott okay. yeah, he, he's more liberal. I'm I'm kind of in the middle. All right, so this is the way I would look at this, and this is ties into other things I've seen done around the same issue of climate change. What I find is that people, primarily on the left, for, usually do this, is that they use climate change to justify some other thing that they know that they that's what their real intent is, but the climate change is the, you know, the smokescreen as to why they're doing it. I'll give you an example. You take a look at that whole um, Yellow Bess revolt in France. What was that all about? Remember they had the whole issue of the, the raising in fuel taxes? And what did the government say? The Paris Accords, Oh, we're mean? doing... Paris Accords? No, no. And this Are is you talking about the France. Paris Accords, David? No, not the Paris Accords. That, that's different. I'm talking about the Yellow Bess revolt, where you had that massive protest okay. in France. Right. So the people oh, were, were, were protesting. Okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. I'm got you. Yeah. So they were protesting because the government raised fuel taxes. And what did the government say? They were saying, oh, we're doing it for the environment to discourage people from using fuel, you know, fossil fuels, which an example of what that really, you know, that's all BS. What it really is is just a money grab. And they used in the environment to justify their money grab. I'll give you another example. In the state of Illinois, where they've been having massive, you know, deficits and all type of issues with the government's money, they implemented a soda tax, which the people of Illinois were pissed off about. And the government had yeah, the no, I was I was living there. I was living there when it happened, dude. It oh, was so really know, dumb. So you, yeah, yeah, you remember the excuse they gave, right? They said, "Oh, we're doing this so that people will make healthier choices in the stuff they buy," which again, absolute BS. We all knew it. It was just a money grab, and they have to concoct some reason to justify it. So let's talk about this particular issue. These people are claiming they're protesting because, oh, we're not going to be able to research climate change the same in Kansas City like we will in D.C. because of lack of equipment. Give me a break. They're protesting because they got to move to Kansas City. That's the real reason, man. <laughs> climate change thing. Come on, bro. Ah, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll <laughs> I don't mean to offend anyone <laughs> in Kansas that. City, but, yeah, I'll give you that, too. If I was living in Maryland or Washington D.C. and got banished to Kansas City, I think I think you're probably right on that one. I'll give you that one, David. <laughs> right. I, think you're I, right. I don't blame him, but I'm just you know I'm just saying at the end of the day, people gotta you know, it, you know I, we all know BS when you see it. You don't have to have a, a 
PhD to understand right. that. So I just think at the end of the day, we just got to be honest about this. And I just don't like when people no, take a real right. issue like climate change and try to justify it. I wasn't commenting one way or the other. I was just reporting the news on it, what was said. But I think you're probably right. You're a lot more right than that was, I think. Yeah, Definitely. I get that. Um, I don't. I don't like it when people use it either, and I don't like it when they use it in the opposite way by denying it. So, it, you know, it's it's stuff. Like I said, I'm I'm right in the middle on that. Uh, I I don't like when climate change is used for you know profits, but there are multiple companies that are actually doing things to. And I can't remember the name of the of the company that's got that they're going after the garbage patch that's in the middle of the ocean, and uh, um, the it's a it's just a, a bunch of garbage. It's got it's all plastics and just a bunch of huge garbage patch, and they've got this like ship that's a vacuum cleaner, and it's just just big ass vacuum cleaner, and it's sucking up a whole bunch of the plastic. So we need to recycle those accordingly. And so there are certain companies that. Yes, they need to make a profit, and yes, they should make a profit because they've got ideas and solutions. Um, but yeah, politically, when they use it either way, uh, I, I think it's really bad for the people. I think it's really bad for us because they're supposed to be our representatives on this stuff, and when really they don't agree. So we can't have that, and we have to collectively really decide on you know what we're actually witnessing as opposed to what we're being told. I was, I, I don't know what the cliche is and I hate cliches. It's uh it's uh believe only half of what you see and nothing of what you hear, I think is the cliche. So, you know, going with, going with that, uh, I believe in half of what I see, I see a whole bunch of natural disasters all over the United States currently and nothing being done by our government. Uh, actually, oh, you, have to look, you have to apply that same logic on the opposite side because the from the environmentalist side, let's just be clear what's being done here. We all agree that we should take care of the environment. People want clean air, clean water. We understand that. But what's being done by the so-called environmentalists is that they're using it for a whole other purpose, and they're over-exaggerating the, the predictions to try to allow the government to do certain things. So the government funds a lot of these science projects, especially when it comes to researching you know, the environment, the climate, what's going on. And because of that, they want certain results. And when they get, they make sure that people who give them the results they want get the funding, get the grants, all of that. And why is that? Because the government wants results saying that, oh, you know, things are going to be really bad in the next number of years, and they want the worst possible scenario because they want to justify large money grabs. They want to justify the government being able to have huge yeah, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. The I, power. So you got to be honest about the flip side and say it is because think about it. Look at all the predictions we heard back in 2000 that Miami right. was going to be underwater, New York was going to be underwater. Well, it's still the, the, the it's still happening. That stuff yeah, is still happening. It's happen just not happening years. currently. And humans no, but, tend but to procrastinate. Procrastination. That their projections are totally off. Anyone who studied it mm -hmm. realizes that. The errors not so of, much. They, they increased over a time period. So, for example, dude, we just had a tornado have, in New Jersey at 8:30 p.m. last night in New Jersey. We don't. There's no tornadoes in New Jersey. We just had a tornado yeah, in New Jersey. Like we can't deny yeah, that this weather, is getting more anomaly, severe. A weather anomaly is not the byproduct of climate change. Yes, it is. Absolutely, time. absolutely, no, it's is the byproduct of climate change. Case, absolutely, it it'll get more severe. Just like when the climate changed on other planets, uh, it, their storms got more severe. And Jupiter has a storm that's lasted at least 350 oh, years. Oh, so the the climate can change on other planets without man's influence on it, correct? Well, we don't even know, dude. I, I'm I'm sorry. None of us know where we came from. If you're going to get into conspiracy, nobody knows oh, where the hell so we came from. So so. So if there were people there and they did the same industrial rev oh. revolutions that we've had, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> they could have caused the same thing. Or Mars. You can't discount. Or Mars, if you're going to go conspiracy-wise. We are hold causing on, hold a on, guys. major part hold of this, on. David. Other words. Quiet. Um, let other people talk, okay? Let everyone put a point in. But, um, David, you can't deny 
I mean, I agree 100% that the climate's going to change on its own. That's part of the earth. But you can't deny that you can speed it up or slow it down through people. If you say otherwise, that's just silly, right? You don't think that people are actually contributing? Is that what you're not, saying? Not to the degree that not to the degree that's being claimed, especially when it, the claims are being justified. How well, do you because know that? first of all, well, let's give an example. What I just look at the whole. Well, let me give you an example. Look at this whole thing with this environmental thing. How they've changed. Go back to the 1970s. In the 1970s, the claim was there was going to be global freezing. Then during the 80s and 90s, it became global warming, and that continued up into the 2000s. And then over the last 10 years, they went from global warming to now it's just climate change. Why is that? Because their forecasts have been wrong consistently. And when it is, instead of being honest and objective and telling the American people what's going on and how the results are wrong, they just move the goalposts. And if you study the history of the Earth, the Earth has had massive fluctuations in going cold and then hot, cold and then hot. It's gone up and down several times. There's been hundreds of ice ages where the temperatures drop significantly all and then by itself. By a massive temperature increase all by itself. So yep, what all I'm saying by is itself. People, people are using this issue not necessarily because they actually care about the environment, which is what I would say. And I would say that about both of you that your, your motives are pure in the sense of you actually care about the environment. I'm saying the government uses it for alternative motives to get money and to have power. And they're just playing people like yourselves and using you to then vote for people and vote for things, put policies in place, which allow the government to use, exercise that power and get the money and to have power over industries. That's all it is. got to separate the two. You know, you gotta, you got to separate your pure motives from the BS artists that run our government. I think most do, though. I think I think you can definitely um, believe in a lot of things and have an objective mind. What's bullshit? Because I think you're right. I think I think any corporate, not just government, um, anyone will buy a study. I mean, how many, how long did cigarette companies put the books on studies to say that there was nothing wrong with nicotine? Everybody took it, whether for profit or government. It doesn't matter. They cook the books. So I think there were actually doctors. There were actually to. doctors in the 1950s that would do TV commercials and radio spots and advertisements. I I own some of those um, for cigarettes, saying that they're healthy for you. And so you know, all of that actually has changed. At least we have, you know, the Surgeon General saying that it's not. So at least we have that. At least we have the warnings on the packaging at this point. Yeah. Right. But I agree, like David, but I think Russians you're right that there's people like foreign... using it for propagandize, but it happens everywhere. You just have to be a discerning citizen to know. I don't follow every yeah, single... And, and the environmentalists are also getting funded, too, by the way. It's not just one way here. The, the environmentalists are also getting funding from certain business groups, as an example, with the issue of fracking. That whole fracking right. thing, there were, the whole anti-fracking movement, many of them were receiving funding directly from Russians and people from the Middle East who are tied to international oil, who didn't want fracking to happen because they realized it was going to undercut their business if America and Canada all of a sudden have access to a massive oil reserve in our our own soil. And so they were actually funding environmentalists to be anti-fracking. And so it goes both ways, man. It's not just on one side where it's, oh, this big oil in America funding this anti-environmentalist stuff. So just got to keep it Getty in Los Angeles... The, the land that Getty owns there, uh, it's all got oil rigs all over it. They themselves have – that family itself has enough oil to last the United States for approximately 150 years at this rate. So we don't need to be making any deals. I'm sorry, what? You realize because of fracking, we're able to tamp into the oil sands that basically takes up Western Canada and Western America, which gives us an as oil well. Yeah, all of those all, right. all of those wells are are connected. Absolutely. And that and that's great. So now we're not dependent on international oil, and now OPEC can't screw us in the. We're, like we're not dependent to. upon them anyway. I'm wondering why we, we have to be. to be. No, there was a time we were because you remember there was a time when we were still getting a lot of it from overseas, and remember OPEC, which is that oversight organization that does a lot of the whole speculation on pricing was screwing us. And that's why we, there was a time we were paying massive amounts of money for gas. Now they don't have that power. Over so fracking is primarily um, natural gas though, isn't it? In fracking, mostly natural gas. You're not getting a lot of petrol from that. 
Well, for no, that. we get petrol too. That's what that's part of that whole, you know. That yeah, but not much. Oil yeah, they're, they're tapping into. You know, yeah, they're tapping into natural gas wells, but at the same time, absolutely, they are tapping into oil wells. And those oil wells are, are those veins, or I can't think of the actual correct. And you'd think I would. My dad's a civil engineer. You'd think I would. This would just pop out of my mouth. I, I, I don't know what the actual term is for the aqueduct. They're not aqueducts. Um, it, whatever the hell they are. And, uh, and yeah, those are directly connected to Canada. Absolutely. And, man, you do have to, like I said, you have to do a discerning eye because it is true that fracking does cause environmental issues such as earthquakes because fracking is huge where I'm from in northeast Ohio. Uh, it's doing even more in Pennsylvania, in western Pennsylvania. And you guys so just had, had an earthquake last week. Of, well, we had an earthquake that was three years ago on New Year's Eve. New Year's you Day. just had one last week four, four, right, there in the, right there in the had. lake. Right. Well, they well this was this was at the fracking site where we had it, where they were putting nice. the wastewater, and That's then they closed the well, and we have not had one earthquake since. So you also have to admit that fracking does cause problems. It is a great thing too, as far as getting the natural gas, but everything has a cost to it. We just have to realize that and try to work the balance between it. And the economy too. I mean, look what it's done for Ohio. It's been a huge benefit. And there's a lot of people been able to get good work out of that. So, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits, man. We've got a way out as well, too. And, you know, well, some of the so-called risks the are hype. It was good in the beginning, but actually, Dad, like I said, I lived there, so where was, I was, and I'm part of the media there. So a lot of it, a lot of these people were brought in from Texas, the people that actually knew how to do all this stuff. And there wasn't a lot of jobs created in Ohio, and they actually went away pretty quickly. Yeah, um, I saw a lot of I right. saw a lot of non-union uh, people jobs. coming into Illinois too. Yeah, when there was still an impact on the economy, nonetheless, because when you have that kind of money, be then people spend money there. Not to mention the government gets a lot of tax revenue, so a lot of money is being made regardless. That was not going to be there before, well, and it had a positive no, you're right, that's undeniable. No, they're spending money, but it's outside people spending their money. It's not Ohioans making their money. It is improving the economy in certain ways by getting these people to spend their money while they're staying there. And the landowners are getting a lot of money. Um, They're finding out that it's not a good thing to lose their rights, though, because it's very hard to sell a property once you've given away your mineral rights to your company. So there's that, that side of it as well. But you're right. There is some financial right, gain. But, yeah, you're right. but it doesn't matter necessarily where the people are from. As long as some people are spending money there, it's like, you know, the tourist industry in Hawaii. Most people come spending money there, don't right. live there. But as long as people are spending money, I mean, think about it. People don't they don't travel to Ohio. It's the armpit of America, right? No one goes there. So the fact you have people coming in there and actually spending money there, that's a, that's a total bonus because, you know, that would never happen otherwise. Ohio's actually very pretty, I, or it used to be. I, I drove oh, through there a couple of times. It's actually very, very... It's a dump. <laughs> Cleveland's a dump. Cincinnati's a dump. Toledo, Youngstown. Oh, my God. You can't name one good city in Ohio. Akron, the whole thing. Columbus. Oh, Columbus. No, is it? Columbus. Stop it. Come on. Columbus is amazing. <laughs> David's funny. No, I'm serious, man. This term flicks. I, look, Ohio's not as bad as the South, don't get me wrong, because the South is in, clearly just retarded. I mean, it's on another level. Like South Carolina, right. Mississippi, all that area, they're like 20 years behind us. So it, it's nowhere yeah. near that bad. No, but, it's not even 20 years. It, it's more like 150. That's why I call it the armpit of America, not the asshole of America, which is what the Southeast is. <laughs> yeah, um, unfortunately, Ohio, especially Northeast part near Youngstown, was so dependent on the steel mills. When they went away, it kind of uh, it just it got into a real ugly place. That was a beam, booming place, though. Youngstown, Ohio, that steel was one of the most girls of the world back in the day when steel was going. But as soon as that steel, steel hasn't off, come back, then, I, I thought that was one of 45's promises that steel would come back as long and as well as the not coal. Not in Youngstown, in certain places, well, it's but not in Kentucky back either. In states like places like Kentucky and Alabama has come back pretty strong, but in other places it's not as much. It just depends where you're right. at. All right, that's a good topic. Go ahead. What else do you have for us? Uh, well, I always like talking to you, David. What other topics do you want to talk about? Well, of course, we've got to talk about the president. And uh, 
Uh, and we should call this a segment. The segment should be, what are the Democrats and the media going to go after the Trump with, t- with today? You know, because it's like a new thing every day. But uh, apparently well, now... There's something like, like 12 guys, lies. Something like 12 lies a day. So there's something, you know, to be yeah, said about something. each one of those so, lies. I'm just, I'm just amazed how, like, Russian collusion has disappeared. And it's funny because I remember back in 2017 huh. how everyone I knew that was a Democrat, that was anti-Trump in any regard... It was Russian collusion all the time, and I remember saying to them at that time, you know, collusion isn't actually a crime, and they said, oh, no, 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 it is, and, no, and, 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 they were, and they were so convinced that like, they were going to get them with this, and I remember mm-hmm. saying then, I guarantee you, once the investigation's done, nothing's going to be there, and you guys are going to switch to something else completely. This guy's, been, and, this guy's been colluding with Russia for his whole life, uh, dude. Ivana, Ivanka, Melania, I mean, all of these are Russian names. They're not, they're not, you know, seriously, they're not from but David, the United I think States. It's not, it's not Mary David, and Jane, you know. I think, sorry. David, you made a good point, though, that we dropped it, and I think that shows how important that investigation was, because you're right, everyone thought that he was, yeah. I thought he was collusion, but I believe the Mueller report that there was no collusion. I still think there was obstruction. Because that hasn't been proven. But I think you're right. You have to drop the collusion because it wasn't proven. And that's what that two-year investigation was all about. So I think government worked there. Isn't that what was supposed to happen? You had an accusation. You had someone that was investigating. It took a long time, uh, less than it did for Hillary's emails, by the way, but a long time. And uh, they proved proved the innocent, and so you dropped the subject. Now, as far as as the obstruction, that has been proved. People are still talking about that. Don't you think that's the way it's supposed to work, though, David? Not the way this whole thing started. I mean, the entire thing is it's like an, you ever heard like entrapment when like uh, you know prosecutors or the police basically try to create a set of circumstances that then they can turn around and come up with a crime for someone that they otherwise didn't have uh, something to charge them with. It's kind of like what they did to the mafia back in the day, where they couldn't charge them on something, so they uh, had to go after them on something else. Yeah, so they went after them for tax evasion. Yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Get it. I'll, yeah. I'll give yeah. you there was a little, there was a lot of smoke that caused a lot of things. That I mean, but you got to admit there was a lot of smoke, and they went after it. And maybe they shouldn't yeah, have. So maybe that's a different discussion. So the question there I was a hell you lot is, of smoke. who, who created have, the smoke? Who started the fire that his, created the smoke? His, Where did that come from? No, his campaign did by meeting with all the Russians. They, it ended no, up that's not how it started. Collusion. Come on, brother. I know you. I know you know better than that. You know you know better than that. How did they get the first FISA warrant? With what? What did they use? Um, what's his face? The guy? Yep, Christopher uh, Steele's dossier. No, that wasn't it. It was the it was the Papadopoulos guy that caused the FISA. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the FISA warrant. You know the because they had to go to they had to go to a right. judge, and they had to apply for a right. FISA warrant. So what was the evidence they presented to that judge in order to get the first FISA warrant so they could start doing surveillance? What did they? What did they that use? That was all about Papadopoulos and Carter Page. No, that, that was before Papadopoulos. You got to get your timeline. Well, what right. was it? What was it? It was the Christopher Steele dossier. That's on record. James Comey said that when he testified before Congress that it was the Steele dossier was the first thing they used in order to get the FISA warrant. And what they used after that to continue to get warrants to continue to survey was the the reports in the media. The media reports claiming they were getting sources from intelligence services claiming that Trump was, in fact, colluding with Russia. So you had, on one aspect, they took a known false piece of information that was funded by both the Clintons and the DNC that they knew was nothing more than opposition research. They sent that, used that to get a warrant, and then used known false media reports that they themselves were leaking to to create the reports to continue to get warrants to be able to survey them. Dude, come on, man. If this had been done to Obama, let's just hypothetically say George Bush had done this to Obama when he became president. This would have been the biggest story ever to have the president of the opposition party literally coming up with ways to attack the opposing party's candidate. And the fact that the Americans are just acting like none of this has happened or turning a blind eye blows my mind. And it's obvious you guys hate Trump so much, you're willing to overlook a blatant injustice. And you're just acting like nothing really happened. Yeah, no, I don't hate him so much. I I just think that he's um, a reality show host. So you know, I don't I don't hate him so much. Um, but uh, and I and I know that he's also a puppet. 
that he really can't do anything. I don't really know him. I don't know him, but do I think anything. he's the worst president we've ever had. Uh, right, but is he, Ameri- is he an American citizen? I don't know. Yeah? He's an anchor baby. He's an anchor baby, so yes. Right, so I'm just saying, this is an issue of civil liberties here. We're talking about the FBI was violating civil liberties and executing power, political motives. Now, I understand at the time you may not care because it's being done to Trump, but if the roles get reversed and it ends up being done to a candidate or a president that you like, you're not going to like it then. And all I'm saying is as Americans, regardless of whatever political party or whatever side you're on, we shouldn't, we shouldn't put up with this. The FBI should not be Yeah, no, I, I believe that there's corruption on all, on all of this. So you, you well, find the corrupt individuals and, would, and, and you I get them the out. I would be the first one to condemn. I would be the first to condemn if they find something. I don't think they're going to find anything. Um, but I, I, they're looking into it. I'm happy well, to look into it. They found a ton. I don't know what if they believe they find it. anything. What about the text messages between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Andrew McCabe literally what about talking it? about their hatred for what about Trump? It? talking about how they were going to concoct an insurance policy to deal with him in case he won. And, right, and right. Peter Strzok I use that saying all the Lisa time. Page that's nothing. That don't worry, we're going to take... Dude, that's but actually really funny. Lisa... No, but I'm saying, but think about this. Peter Strzok was the main supervisor overseeing both the Clinton investigation and the Trump investigation. Now, you don't see that as a problem? No. Not really. I mean, I are you kidding me? I don't agree with what they did. Oh, oh I don't agree God. with all their texts and everything. But I don't see anything. I mean, oh, he, he lost he his job. He literally said I, I they're going to come up with an insurance policy in case Trump won. What do you think that insurance policy was? The Russian investigation. Um, none of us know. None of us know. Uh, what do you mean, no? You can't prove oh, that. Oh, my God. You do not no, know. No, in the court of you law, totally you, you ever heard of the idea totally of circumstantial evidence? Anytime people, most right. of the time, because most court cases are not, they're not like, you know, locked and solid. They have this evidence and it's clear cut. It's almost always you build yeah, circumstantial evidence and you connect the dots. You don't want to go, so, you you don't want to go circumstantial dot. evidence, David, with everything they have against Trump. You don't want to go circumstantial evidence. What do they have against Trump when we talk Trump. about Russian collusion? We have the It doesn't Jr. matter. Meeting. Collusion, have, the, the point is actually moot. I feel like Joey on, on Friends. Uh, the, the point is move like a cow. Anyway. No, but come on. Um, now. You guys are smarter than that. But I mean, the, the, the point is actually move because there is, no, there is nothing illegal about collusion. Um, there is something illegal about obstruction of justice, and it is up to the FBI investigation was said that there was, and it's up to Congress to actually charge let me ask you a question. Why do you think Mueller wanted to interview Trump? What do you think was trying to do there? Remember, he wanted. I that don't know. That. I have no idea oh, what nightmare that that would have been. They wanted a perjury trap. They were trying to have right. an interview, have him swear. Because you know he was going to lie in the he middle of it. Why do we have a that's president what, that's, that's just blatantly lying? This is oh my god! Okay. You know he's going to lie, dude. David, you can't have a perjury trap when you tell the truth. You no, can't sorry, have perjury traps when you tell the truth. I, I look at look. I, I have an older brother who works in the FBI, theory. and this is this is a classic tactic where they can ask you a series of questions in a certain way to get you to literally lie without even realizing it, just by just by the way they phrase questions. I Absolutely. know this stuff, man. So they play these type of games, and if you don't think they that was their last ditch attempt to get him, because they realized they weren't going to get him on the Russian angle. They didn't have anything there. They realize that the obstruction angle isn't as solid because if you don't have an initial crime to base it off of, obstruction doesn't really carry enough weight like it did with Nixon because Nixon obstructed, but there was an initial crime, the breaking in to the DNC that they based it off of. So they realize our only hope is we've got to interview this guy and get him with perjury. And they failed, man. That's what it was. This was an attack. This was a calculated attack by the FBI to take out a president. And how you guys don't see that blows my mind, man. I, I don't, you know, just just the fact that he needs investigated and he just became president, I, that right there is what we all need to be looking at. It's like, why why would somebody who is honest and forthright and for the people in this country and doing things for them, because that's what he's elected for, supposedly, the you know, why is that it's happening? It's so obvious. How do you not know the answer to that? Dude, I was in I'm, Chicago I'm, working construction when he was building Trump Tower Chicago. And he still owes $40 million to those contractors. I'm, I'm an yeah, inspector. That's not why I, he got investigated. 
They don't care about that. No, that's They're not why he got him. investigated. I mean, that's just no, his saying, past. Right. No, I'm talking about uh, why on. the yeah. elements worked together to attack him. This is well, 2006, anti- dude. No, it's because they hey, had an wait, anti-establishment I got a question for David. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Question for David. I got a question for David. Um, I hear, I mean, this is, this is conspiracy theory talk. My question for you is, because I've heard it said before that they are out to stop him, to, to delegitimize his presidency, right? That's the point you just made. Why then was the investigation started before he was president when nobody thought he was going to be president, when everyone thought he was, there was no way in hell he was going to be president? How does that hold water that it's a conspiracy theory to ruin his presidency when if you look at all the dates, this star stuff happened in 2015, 2016, before he was even a serious candidate, and no one thought he would have a chance in hell to win up until the day of the election. How was there so much forethought on the FBI that they were going to need to get him out of office? That's my question. Okay, perfect question. Let's start with this. So Trump's initial enemies that were targeting, it, it has started with the Republican establishment. Because if we talk about that steel dossier we talked about earlier, the first person to try to start that and put the funding in it was actually one of the Republican primary uh, presidential candidates. Now, we don't know for sure who it was now, but we do. The reports are that it was most likely Jeb Bush in connection with John McCain. Because we come to find out later on that it was John McCain who actually gave that dossier to the FBI. And so there were elements within the Republican Party, this is back during the Republican primary, that actually put these wheels into motion about going after Trump. And so the original purpose was they were going to use it as a sort of a, a stunt to smear him with during the primary. And so the problem right. is they didn't get into the hands of the FBI until we already got into the general election time. And so now we're okay, quick forward side to thing. that summer quick side 2016. Quick thing while you're explaining that, David. Okay. David, quick side thing while you're explaining that. Also explain to me then how it didn't come out until after the election. If it was there to smear him, why did nobody use it to smear him until after he was elected, when it was too late? Uh, no, that they, used it, they used it to start the investigation in the summer of 2016, remember? That's when the investigation started. Right. Before, the before he was president. Before he was president. And it didn't come out exactly. until after he was elected president. So how was there a conspiracy to do this against him? We didn't know because he was remember, be president. Because, because remember, and it was remember, never the, used remember we talked about the text messages between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Andrew McCabe? Remember what Peter Strzok said. Right. They were going to have an insurance policy in case he won. That was his text. So the insurance policy was this particular issue. So they, they, put, the, they put the framework of it in the summer of 2016, and it was only they were going to cash in that insurance policy, if you will, in case he won, which is exactly what they did. So once he won, they broke the glass, and that's when they went ahead and went with the insurance policy that they had already set up. That's what it all is about. I would and go back and reread that, though, against- David, because that's not what it said, because I read the text. I have the, the, the stuff on it. It had nothing to do okay, with if you're he won. You didn't see the text we have an, infer- an we insurance, have insurance policy. policy so he would not win. It had nothing to do with when he won. It said we have insurance policy so he will not win. That's not yeah, what that's it said. What you have to about. read those texts. Exactly. It's the insurance policy. You're that's the point. Well, what, well yeah, I, I, you're, think about you it. Added, what did he mean? You added something well, different, though. You added policy. when he won. You added when he won, though, and that's oh, not what they said. Nonetheless, didn't know he was going to win. Nonetheless, the, the, the issue still stands. What does insurance policy mean? What did he mean by that? And why does the FBI need to have an insurance idea. policy been dealing with Trump. What, what was that? What, why would they even need to have that? Obviously, whatever their insurance policy was failed miserably because we have right, Warren supremacist as president. Exactly. It no, was that, before okay, he elected, that's, that's so their insurance opinion. policy, whatever that was, but did they, not it work. It succeeded right? because they, they, they had a storm and a cloud over this presidency, and it actually kept the Republicans from really actually getting behind him during the first year and a half when he had a majority. In There's the been a storm and a cloud over his head since he was born. I was going to say, no, are no, you no, serious? Talk about the inauguration and all this lies. He created his own storm. That guy's a walking dust storm. No, That he, was listen, not created. He, he created his own. Speaking of, there is one in the Sahara currently. There is a dust storm in the Sahara that is moving across the Atlantic. I don't mean to just, like, you know, jump into weather, but you guys brought it up. You guys brought up that storm. But it's moving across the Atlantic, and it'll be in right. Puerto Rico probably by Saturday. 
Right. Bro, you guys are having it both ways. David. On one end, you think you think right. Trump's a moron. On the other hand, he's some type of an evil genius who was able to coordinate with a foreign nation to literally take the most powerful seat in the world. I mean, come no, on, I think man. that you know, Putin. I, I think that. that Putin is actually that devious. I I, 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 I think, think that forty five is a puppet. Trump is a moron. Trump yeah, he's a puppet. Okay, so, so if, if it's like that, he's not true. that good of an if, actor, David. I, I, that's my point. But the whole, if in fact he is a puppet of Putin, if that was the case, then how come he became a president? He literally went did things that were clearly against Russia's best interests. Most notably, no, what it's supposed to look that way. It's supposed to look that way. How's it supposed to look that way? It's supposed okay, to look that way, dude. I, 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 you know, part of my life is is being a weather forecaster, and I have actually taken courses and stuff. The maps that I have been looking at lately will not let me look at Russia, and I know it's raining and snowing over there, and I know there's volcanoes that are erupting. I know shit like that's going on, but they're not letting me see what's actually happening. So it's changed just on a on a. Uh, on a meteorology uh, okay. uh, uh, in the meteorology arena, so it's okay, you know they're well, they're blocking a whole bunch of shit from political arena. Let's look at the geopolitical arena. When Obama was president, the Russians go into into Ukraine and take Crimea from the Ukrainians. What did Obama do in response to that? Nothing. He, in fact, he sent the Ukrainians blankets and pillows. When Trump came into office, if he was if he was Putin's puppet, the last thing a puppet would do is to go and arm the Ukrainians, give them military weaponry, give them intelligence, and actually strengthen them and build up the blockade on that whole side with the former Soviet Union bloc and help them arm and give them defenses against the Russians. Well, you know how I feel. You know how I feel about Obama, dude. So I, I've done a hashtag what Craig meant to say about my words about Obama setting up a whole bunch of people saying, yes, you can have your rights. And then all of a sudden, the other uh, people are like, no, you can't. So, and then all these people expose themselves. So I'm probably going to have to do another hashtag what Craig meant to say, just based off of that statement right there. Um, so, right, you know, I, I don't. To, hold up. Seriously? Right, we're down to three minutes. I'm going to get everyone one minute to finish Dude. up their thoughts. David, you got one minute. Go for it, buddy. Say whatever you want to say. Cool, thanks. No, I just want to say, listen, I'm not trying to get you guys to like Trump or even vote for him or anything like that. All I'm saying is that in this regard to this guy, you have to at least admit the fact that this guy's been treated by the media and by the political establishment in a way we've never seen any president treated in the history of this country. And it's pretty obvious that he's pissed off all the same people. He's pissed off the Republicans, the Democrats, and most notably the special interests and lobbyists that control all of these scumbags that run around D.C., and for me, I didn't support the guy early on. He wasn't my first option during the primaries. But the old saying holds true. When the enemy, when I see the enemy of my enemy, he becomes my friend. And when I saw all these forces who corrupted and destroyed our country form a, a united front against him, that at least let me know he's not with them. And that was good enough in my book to make him someone at least worth voting for over that, that dirty, corrupt scumbag known as Hillary Clinton. So that's all I got to say on that. So thank you, guys. Yeah, there's a whole all bunch right, of corruption right, surrounding her, right. although nobody's ever proven right. anything. Craig, you got but, one yeah, minute. thanks, thanks one David, minute. for calling, man. I, I really appreciate your call, dude. That's all you're going to use for your minute? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought my time was up. I thought you my guys minute. were going to go. Yeah, no, I, I know. thought. Yeah, yeah, your time is up. Craig, you have one minute. Go. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was going to say. I was just going to wrap with you. I was going to thank right, David. Well, and, uh, oh, you, you, you and, were about to say how you had changed your mind and you plan on voting for Trump in 2020. Nice. No, yeah, that's not happening. No, that's not freaking happening. That? <laughs> All right, well, I'll finish up no. my last here. Um, I appreciate David calling in all the time. I love um, talking and debating with him and hearing his points. I, 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 tend to disagree with a lot of stuff, but I do like someone's passion and their beliefs, and everyone, I think, believes to, to do that. I, um, I'm on the opposite spectrum where I think he's caused all these problems that get everyone on him, and he's con- he just knows how to make a good news cycle, um, but uh, he is, he's getting attacked on all sides, and, but I think it's deservedly so because he doesn't do things very smartly, but um, we'll see what happens in 2020. I think there's still about a 55% chance he's going to get reelected, so much as I dislike him, I think it could still happen. 
I appreciate everybody calling in today. David, thank you so much. Uh, Craig, thanks so much. Uh, any last yeah. words from anybody? But we have 30 I appreciate seconds. it. Now, I want to thank yeah, David right. for uh, not saying the word anus or anal fissures in this. I got you, dude. I got you. You were going to say it right now, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, it was nice talking to both uh, you guys. And before I go, yeah, it's good I forgot talking the to you one too, thing dude. I wanted to ask both of you guys were, um, just as far as the Democratic primary, who are you guys interested in, who you think is, uh, or who you guys plan on voting for, if you don't mind me asking? Like, who's the person that you're looking at? Who I want to see I, think is it would... I want to see Kamala. I want to see Kamala and Buttigieg together. Um, I think Biden is the most electable at this right at this point okay. today. But I would like to yeah. see Kamala and Buttigieg. Yeah, and and Buttigieg, I, I I would like to see that debate. I would like to see a Marine debate, uh, Cadet Bones first. I think it would be fun as hell. All right, awesome. Well, thank and you guys. Really who would you like? All right, you guys too. All right, guys. All right, we're out of here, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Wednesday for our special June time of 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern time. No final song. We're out of here. Bye-bye, everyone. Peace.